0: Greetings, voters. Dustin Johnson here with Voter Intel OK. Coming to you on a Thursday evening. I hope you all are doing well out there. Um, thank you guys for following the podcast. Thank you all for following our uh, Twitter account and um, hitting us up on our email. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter at Voter Intel Okay. And you can also email us any questions you have or interests you have that you'd like for us to focus on um, at, at Um Tonight, going to uh, focus in on a couple of candidates that I got to uh, visit with in person tonight um, out in Choctaw, Oklahoma, at the uh, the library there. House District 101 um, was the scene for. John Carpenter's kickoff uh sort of get together. Um and so we'll talk a little bit about what he he spoke about um in, in kicking off his campaign and then also got to um talk to candidate Heath, who is uh potentially representing was uh candidate for House District ninety six. Um so both representing the Choctaw Jones excuse me, Choctaw Hara uh area and for um getting into Nakoma park and uh, midwest city too as well um so just a few quick takeaways a couple takeaways uh john carpenter really a affable person um friendly uh very laid back kind of easy going but very sure of himself um, i sat with some uh, some teachers um, who actually take a um, yoga class with him. So he's very zen, and that definitely comes across in his, his kind of calm demeanor. Um, other takeaway was uh, he was really thankful for the turnout tonight. Uh, like I said, 45, 50 people there in, the, uh, in one of the conference rooms at the library, and uh, he said himself he was hoping that a couple people would show up well, I think there was a very strong showing for uh, candidate Carpenter tonight, and uh, you could kind of see his energy grow throughout the evening as he began to speak about um, some sort of some of his planks in uh, in his campaign. Um, started off with a little bit of his background and found out he his uh, 25 years of um uh, parole uh, officer uh, work really has kind of informed some of his uh, involvement. He goes way back in terms of being involved in other elections, whether it be uh, governor's races in the past or, um, or house races that he helped out with um, in the past. So he's been in, uh, involved in politics for a while. He um, was very vocal in, in the turnpike issue uh, a few years ago when um, the decisions were being made to put a turnpike connecting um, connecting the Kilpatrick, excuse me, the Turner Turnpike, I believe, uh, down to Highway 9, um, running through, basically through Choctaw uh, and affecting House District 101 and 96, he was one of the um, outspoken people to organize the effort against um, against that move to put the turnpike through, the high-speed turnpike. Uh, he lived on Choctaw Road, which one of the ideas was for that turnpike to go right down Choctaw Road. So he was obviously interested in um, in keeping more of a quiet town quiet community um, for the city that he has long been um, a citizen in since, I believe he said uh, 1978, he's lived in Choctaw. Um, so one of the things that impressed me about his um, sort of activism is that he he saw that things were happening behind the scenes and the citizenry was kind of getting left out of the loop, and he didn't like that. Um, so this is one of the reasons why he stepped up and got involved in that particular debate and met at EOC Tech with the big groups and uh, was really uh, out in front of that movement. It failed, but it didn't dampen his um, interest in throwing his hat into the ring on uh, issues that he's... In, he's uh, Passionate about, um, he spoke tonight about his top priority, um, which is education and education funding. He said that he's a fan of public schools. Um, one one person asked how he felt about uh, school choice and vouchers and um, issues like that that come up often in the uh, in the Common Ed debate, and he said, quite frankly, he is. A fan of public schools he went through the public school system through Midwest City and that's what he believes in Um, the funding system that he uh, proposes is kind of a three-prong system uh, starting with he is in favor of limiting uh, or doing away with the exemption for capital gains um, the capital gains exemption and um, someone asked him about the AG interests in that. And he said he believed that it only affected a couple, like 2% of the um, the farmers. And when he was pressed on it a little bit, he said he would gladly do some research and kind of figure out what the best approach to that would be. But um, said that the, one of the big problems with funding Uh, education right now is Republicans who are into trickle-down economics in the Capitol Um, and he said he really didn't want this and that this idea of making the rich richer is not working and so that's one of his one of the first things he talked about he talked a lot about uh, prison reform uh, and that whole issue and how uh, some of the specific ways in his background That he, uh, in his parole officer, uh, federal and state level, that he, his experience told him that there's much better ways than long-term incarceration um, to deal with nonviolent offenders. Uh, I told a story of a man he met um, who introduced himself, and when John didn't know who he was, uh, the man told him that... John had been his parole officer, and that over the last few years, he had gotten back on his feet because of uh, a light sentence. He had become a state parole officer himself. Um, then he had um, worked his way into law school, passed the bar exam, and become a um, had become a partner in a law firm. So this is John Carpenter's passion um helping people get back on their feet through different ways of incar of um of of reform through to the prison system. Um there's better ways he said than just long-term incarceration. So he said that by reforming the prison system, that would free up lots of money and millions of dollars that could go back into the um The general fund or be put into education Um, so he said the third way that he was interested in um, is through returning the gross production uh, the GPT the gross production tax back to seven percent he mentioned and read off a list of other states um, which are all higher and said that um, this is there's no reason why we we need we need to stay low as we are right now um, his goal is to get back up to 7% so those were his three uh, pronged approach to funding education and getting money back into our, our schools um, having been cut over the last 10 12 years uh, So, John Carpenter, um, I think overall, uh, sound candidate. I think um, just generally impressed with his demeanor. Um, And I think he's got a realistic view of what he's getting into in terms of this race. Um, And glad to have gotten to meet him and talk to him. Um, So, also talked to... um, Representative, or it's not a representative, but a young teacher, 30 years old, uh, Mrs. Heath, sorry, I can't remember her first name right now. Um, I'll get it for you, Um, who is running for House District 96. So she had quite a bit to say that was very similar to the ideas of uh, John Carpenter. Um, aligned with him on the turnpike issue they kind of go back to uh, to that um, sort of genesis Uh, she's interested she wants to push for the seven percent gross production tax interested in uh, lots of the social issues that the Democratic Party is known for uh, trying to get funding for uh, for mental health issues social work, all of these types of things. Um, later on, I'll probably do a podcast on why teachers have decided to throw their hat into the ring and file for, um, for candidacy into uh, the House of Representatives, mainly into the Senate, a few cases. Um, so I think that'll be an interesting podcast. Uh, but... Overall, a really interesting evening. Lots of uh, civics uh, involvement in terms of the the turnout for this event tonight. Um, Look forward to more of them in the future. If you have specific things that you would like for me to look at, uh, to research, to try to get interviews uh, from different candidates that that are near to your district, make sure that you send me an email at uh, VoterIntelOK at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at VoterIntelOK. Um, And we would love to hear from you guys and see what you're interested in. So um, until next time, keep researching, keep doing your homework, and uh, become that powerful voter that you can be. Good night, everybody.